Hi, this is Sean Nguyen. I'm the host for your podcast today. Uh, as you know, if you've seen one of these podcasts in the past, I typically have a guest with me. Unfortunately, our guest had to cancel last minute. And so I thought I would take some time and share some things that I've been learning uh, over the course of the last three months while talking with our, our guests, uh, both refugees and, and pastors and aid workers who are helping those affected by the war in Ukraine. Uh, I promise I'm going to make this one pretty quick. It won't be as long as my other podcasts where I do the interviews. I thought I would share those key findings with you today and also let you know how you can continue to play a part in helping us share the stories of those affected by the war efforts. You know, from the very beginning, the first thing I was amazed about uh, when the war broke out on the 24th of February was how quickly churches and nonprofit organizations came together to begin assisting those displaced in Ukraine. Uh, you know, there, every story that I've heard from the border, uh, every story that I've heard from, from our guests that I've had on the podcast from the refugees themselves have said they were welcomed with open arms. And uh, you can imagine being displaced from your own home, from your own community, from your own everyday life and having to go to another country where you know nobody. And, uh, and so having that welcome smile, having that, the, you know, that, that hug, that warm beverage, uh, maybe a fresh change of clothes uh, from uh, the pastors and the church network and the nonprofit organizations was huge to them. And uh, one of the things that I think really surprised me was how quickly this happened. Uh, I was talking to one pastor and he said that as soon as the war broke out, um, he was told that, you know, or asked if he could receive some refugees, some guests to his church. And he was thinking it would be, you know, maybe a few days, maybe a week before he'd see any guests come into his church. Literally the next day, uh, and by the next day, I mean early in the morning, uh, he had his first load of 30 refugees coming into his church. So it just goes to show you when people uh, need help, people step up to help. When people need relief, when there's a disaster, people will step up to do good. So I want to commend and thank all of those pastors who I've talked to, to all of those nonprofits and say thank you so much for, for taking such an active role in helping the folks of Ukraine and Eastern Europe. You know, the second thing that I think comes to the top is how resilient the people of Ukraine uh, are. Uh, I'll never forget a statement that was made by one of my guests back in the second or third uh, podcast. They said, I, I said, are you praying for, for peace? And, and she said, well, of course we're praying for peace. But ultimately, we want our country back. And uh, to me, those words just have stuck with me. Uh, they, they want peace, don't get me wrong. But they want their country, not just a part of their country, their whole country back. They want to be able to live in peace and uh, celebrate who they are as Ukrainians. And uh, that has been an ongoing um, theme as I've talked to pastors in Ukraine, as I've talked to refugees in Ukraine, is that uh, these guys are resilient. They understand that it's going to take a lot. They understand that we're still going. They understand that the war is still happening. They understand that there are still millions of people displaced, but they know that they are going to be successful. They're going to be victorious. Uh, one of the pastors, I mentioned this story of David and Goliath. I said, you know, probably when Russia came into Ukraine, uh, as, as we saw in the first few days of the war, they came in like Goliath and here was little David in Ukraine. 
And uh, it was amazing to see Ukraine stand up and push back Goliath. And even to this day, you know, we're seeing a a, a regime in Russia really uh, do horrendous things to try to ruin the morale of the Ukrainian people. But I truly believe they're going to stand strong. Everything I've heard from them, everything that they've said uh, continues to make me believe that Ukraine will be back together once again, uh, hopefully sooner than later. And then I just kind of alluded to the third key learning that I've had. The third learning was this. There's a long way to go. Uh, here in the United States, obviously, we have elections and we've got political things happening and we've got all sorts of things uh, taking place. And it's easy for us to say, well, that's happening over there. That's happening over in Europe. But really, this is something that affects all of us. You know, when we look at Ukraine and we look at what they export to the rest of the world, when we look at what they uh, provide the rest of the world, we see that, you know, a war on Ukraine can really affect really the entire world. And, uh, and there's a long way to go. And so we need to make sure that we're staying focused and staying vigilant and trying to help and do everything we can to support our brothers and sisters from Ukraine. You know, the other thing that I learned uh, as I've been interviewing and talking with these pastors and refugees is that there's still a long way to go in this war. I mean, just a couple of days ago, Russia attacked a, a shopping mall where civilians were just trying to live their daily life. Uh, you know, it's easy for us to become numb to the news sometimes because, you know, Ukraine is over there, we're over here and we have our own problems in our own country going on. But I want to encourage you and challenge you to not not allow that numbness to set in, but stay focused on what's happening uh, to our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. Uh, once the war is over, of course, there's going to be a massive rebuilding effort. Uh, you know, it's going to take a lot of financial resources. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of effort. But most importantly, there's going to be a lot of mental healing that's going to have to happen. And so if you're in an organization here in the United States that, that has experience in helping people with PTSD, or maybe you're, you know, you've got experience in counseling children, um, Start thinking about how you can get involved because, you know, you've got these young children that we've, we've talked about in our past podcast who have seen things that no child should ever have to see. We've got soldiers who are fighting in a very active war zone right now who are going to be struggling when they, uh, when they end this battle. So please be considering those things. Now, I've had a number of people reach out to me and say, Sean, how can we help you in making sure you can continue telling these stories? So I wanted to tell you a couple of tangible ways that you can help us. Number one, please continue to watch the podcast. Please continue to like the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. All of those things, believe it or not, help us tremendously. They uh, allow our, our uh, different platforms to see that it's active and that people are interested in this content. And it helps drive other stories of Ukrainian refugees up the list as well. The second thing that I'd like to encourage you to do is, is um, you know, continue to pray. Obviously, a lot of prayer is needed uh, for, for the folks in Ukraine, for the aid workers who are there day in and day out, uh, helping and serving any way they can. And so make sure you're keeping them in the forefront of your prayers. Uh, pray for us as we're trying to find the right guests to be on the podcast. Maybe you know someone who should be on the podcast. Maybe they're assisting people in Ukraine or in one of the neighboring countries or or maybe they're a refugee themselves and they have a story to be told. 
I would love to share that story. So please be sure to reach out at info at Finally, we could use your support. Uh, putting on this podcast uh, weekly uh, takes resources. And uh, if you'll click on the link tree uh, link up in the bio or up in any of the uh, the, the different platforms. Uh, there's a place for you to be able to, to support the podcast. And I would encourage you, uh, every little bit helps. And so consider becoming a monthly supporter to the podcast. We really appreciate your time and we appreciate all of the comments and, and um, the feedback that you've given us as we've uh, humbly tried to tell the stories of those who whose lives have truly been turned upside down. You know, as I said uh, on many of the podcasts, I simply can't imagine what it's like. I simply can't imagine what would happen if uh, you know, the United States were to be attacked um, in, in, a, in a way that, you know, like Ukraine is being attacked. Um, I couldn't imagine explaining war to my child. And, uh, and so uh, for me personally, this has become more of a, uh, more than just a, you know an opportunity to 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 tell stories, it's it's really become personal uh, because I want to make sure that these stories are are noted in history. I want to make sure these stories continue to be told uh, throughout time. So thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. We look forward to sharing more interviews with you in the upcoming weeks, and I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. Thanks. <music>